And now, episode 48 of the Birthday Boy Podcast. And here is the host of the Global Pandemic COVID-19 Facebook Live edition of the Birthday Boy Podcast, the Corona Boy himself, the one and the only, Johnny Boy. Oh, yeah. Episode 48. And I'm about to go live on Facebook. Ah, uh, yes. Fade out this music. Here we go. Here we go. What's up, everybody? What's up? And what's up, everybody? It's the Birthday Boy Podcast. Live on Facebook. Live on Facebook Live. There's Kimmy. There's Karen. Hey, guys. Yes. It is another edition of the Birthday Boy Podcast. Live from Podcast Central. Uh, Another week. Another day. Another week. another, Another podcast. I have lots to talk about today. I've got all these notes so many notes. I'm st- uh, so f- I'm so tired. I just uh, you know it's you know it's one thing you know people ask like uh, you know like hey what have you been doing uh, what have you been doing on your I look tired thanks <laughs> I am tired I'm really tired it's been a it's been a long week it's been a long week busy which is good which is good like. Being locked at home and somehow being busy is, I guess that's a good thing. Uh, because, yeah, it's just, it's been a long week. A lot of work. Like, with my actual job that pays me actual money. Nothing related to podcast stuff. Just a really long, just a really long week. And I'm I'm very tired. I'm always tired. I'm endlessly tired, no matter what I do. You know, it's funny. I was just about to say, yeah. People are like, "Hey, what do you do? What have you been doing differently on the uh, on your quarantine? On your uh, what have you been doing?" Uh, and you, people are, you know, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And a lot of people are like, "Oh, I'm I'm taking naps," which is great. But for me, for some reason, like since the quarantine thing started, I've taken I don't take any naps. I used to not be, I was never a nap guy. And in the last few years, in my advanced age, I've become a nap guy. In the last three, four years, with the, you know, when I had the big commute and all that stuff, I was a nap guy for a while. And then, and then the quarantine started. And even when I wasn't commuting, I was working from home most of the time, I was still a nap guy. And, uh, and now I'm not... Even on Saturdays, even on Sundays, like, I, you know, maybe I nod off a little bit on the couch, but I'm, I haven't become a nap guy. Today, I finished up work right around 5 o'clock, and I just, uh, yeah, hopped in bed. I, I had a nice little nap. I've been wanting, it's not that I haven't wanted to have a nap, I've been wanting to have a nap for like the last six or seven weeks. And then finally I took one. I took a little nap. I woke up maybe, uh, maybe 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Yeah, I was about, oh no, it was a little, it was about quarter after six, I woke up. Six o'clock I actually woke up, and then 6.15 is when I got out of bed from my nap and said, hey, 
Hey, I've got, there's a podcast. It's podcast time. I must, the world is waiting for this podcast. I must do a podcast. Uh, it was a long day today, too. It was, uh, it was one of those, uh, uh, you know, like Tuesday night, it was, I was working until midnight and then, you know, and then you don't go to bed right away. And then, uh, and then after that, uh, you get up and have a regular day of work and just, it never catch, you never catch up, you never catch up on the sleep. Yeah. Then you're, you're sleepy and then you're just sleepy all the time. And that's, that's what, that's what every, that's what like the last 10 years have been. But really this week in particular has been, uh, just draining. Uh, and then, uh, and then we took, uh, we took a nice little drive today. Uh, we took a nice drive to, uh, to have, to be a part of one of those, you know, the thing that's happening, uh, the, uh, just, 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 you hear about these, you, you see about these things, uh, the things they're doing out there. That's my, that's my really good Jay Leno imitation. Uh, the thing that people do, you know, they have these parades, like the teachers have the parades and they drive around and they wave, <clears throat> they wave to the kids and you stand outside and people have the birthday parade. Yeah, well, we, we redrove, uh, about an hour, hour and 10 minutes to, to be a part of one of those, <clears throat> God damn it, God damn voice, God, jeez, Jesus, <clears throat> that's COVID, I got the, I got the COVID throat. I got the COVID throat, uh, you know, so we took a drive out uh, to about an hour east of here, and uh, we actually got to take part in a, in a nice birthday parade uh, for somebody, for a relative, uh, relative of, yeah, relative, and uh, my, my uncle's mother, she's 99 years old today, so uh, the Birthday Boy podcast, wishing a happy 99th birthday to the birthday girl, uh, to Mrs. Cirilli turning 99 today in the midst of a global pandemic. If I could, if I can make it to, uh, if I can make it to 49, I'll be pretty, I'll be pretty thrilled. I have made it to 39. I'm a couple weeks away from 40. Come on, baby. Uh, yeah. So we drove out, we got to be in line with all the fire engines and police cars and friends and everything else. Uh, and it was great. It was really great and really worth it. Uh, but still, Still, it's it's two hours of it's an hour to drive out for like a thirty second parade and then to drive home after what was already has been an exhausting week. Ah, oh, hey, there's Lauren. Hey, Nate. Hey, everybody. Come on in. It's the Birthday Boy Podcast. Everyone, we're gonna have some fun. Uh, yeah. So it's it's just yeah, it's exhausting. Everything's exhausting. I always thought like, uh, yeah, if I work from home, uh, you know, I'll have some more energy. Nah, I worked from home for like an entire year and I had, uh, I had no more energy because then you have to remember, oh yeah, you're still you, whether you're working from home or not. And, uh, and me being me, it means being exhausted all the time for the last 10 years. But I always have, I always have the energy for a birthday boy podcast. Glad you did. I'm glad I did that. I'm glad we did that too. I was originally, I didn't think I was going to be able to go because I, I have to work, but we got to go out and all the whole gang got to drive out, wave and yell happy birthday, honk the horn, uh, and then drive home. It was great. Glad we did it. Birthday. It's uh, May 1st is a big, uh, it seems to be a big birthday day for people. Let's see. Uh, so that would mean uh, one, two, three. Well, so, 
Yeah, I can. Uh, yeah, I guess if you go ahead, you have to go ahead three months. Uh, June, August. Yeah, so it's like a midsummer. Uh, yeah, of course, there's of course there would be a lot of birthdays around this time. Everybody's having sex over the summer. Everybody's having sex all the time. Quarantine sex, summer sex. It's all kinds of. Hey, buddy. Yeah, I'm glad you're here, Nate. I'm glad everybody's here. Oh, this is making me. This makes an old birthday boy happy. I I only feel like I'm 99, so I can relate to anybody who actually is 99. I only I only feel and look 99, 99. Uh, I have so many notes. I have so many notes. Uh, so many so many topics. Uh, I'm not really sure. I don't even know where to start. Uh, there's so many things I would, uh, I, you know, I'd like to start. I, I, I gave an update a couple weeks ago. I, I talked about a couple of our neighbors. We have a neighbor named Bork. I don't know what his name is, but his license plate is Bork. So his name is Bork and he's roommates with Grau, who I don't know what his name is either, but his license plate says Grau. So Bork and Grau. And, uh, yeah, Bork, Bork has been having a number of gentlemen callers. Which until until like the middle of March was fine and great, you know that's exciting, that's nice. Live your life, have fun. But after that, it was like, oh hey, we're supposed to be uh, we're supposed to be not doing those things. We're supposed to be just staying home, just with the people that we live with, and that's that's it, that's all. Uh, I'm happy to report that I haven't seen any Bork buddies showing up lately, so that's good. So. Uh, unfortunately for Bork, he hasn't been, uh, based on the, the comings and goings of the people uh, in his <laughs> in his home, I don't think he's been Borking anybody lately. <laughs> uh, however, I cannot necessarily say the same for Princess PJs. I mentioned Princess PJs as another neighbor. Don't know her name. But I do know that she wears PJ pants all the time. I mean, long before there was... Now it's the quarantine and it's all this stuff. And so everybody's wearing their PJ pants all day, every day. I saw a guy wearing PJ... I don't even know where the hell I was. I was going... I went to grocery shopping and the guy across the street, he had the PJ I get it. Everybody's given up. It's fine. It's fine. But still, you're never going to see me going outside with PJ. I don't give a shit what quarantine it is. I'm not... Not doing the PJ pants. Um, no, 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 no. I have, first of all, as uh, as Nate can attest, who's on the podcast right now, I do have I have rather magnificent calves, and uh, to to uh, to desecrate uh, such works of art by putting on PJ pants and going out in public would be uh, just yeah, it's sacrilege. So I wear shorts. I mean, in January too. Uh, January, February, all year round, I wear shorts, but still, you're never going to see me wearing PJ pants to like go outside for any reason at all. Uh, but, but princess PJs, God bless her. She wears PJs for every purpose. And pretty much since the time princess PJs moved in last year, I've been wondering what is, what is, what does princess PJs do? Because princess PJs, she's home all day because I knew that because I was home all day working. Uh, <laughs> True statement. Thanks, man. Nobody can appreciate my calves more than Nate Duell. So I'm glad to have Nate Duell here on the podcast while I'm while I'm talking about my calves. Because Nate knows. Nate knows the deal. Nate knows what the calves are all about. 
So anyways, Princess PJs, uh, I know that I know that she's a girl, and I know that she has a dog, and I know that she has a lot of pairs of PJ pants. That's about all I know about her. I don't know her name. We don't know her name, so we call her Princess PJs, which was actually a name that I made up on the podcast because I never even cared enough to give her a nickname. So you got Bork and Growl. They seem to be under control. Nobody's nobody's going in and out of the place. Princess PJs has, I mean, people just driving up and like she comes out and she gives them a big hug. It's just people who I've never seen before. Uh, we thought maybe, oh, maybe that's maybe that's Princess PJ's mom. Maybe that's Queen PJ's. But she called her. She didn't call her mom. You know, she called her. I don't know, Queen PJ's. I'm not really sure what. But, and then and then dudes. There's so many different dudes going in and out of the place and friends. And then today I saw her with the PJs with the dog, and she's got the dog on the. This is the great thing. You know, keep your dogs on a leash. Princess PJ's has the dog on the leash, but the leash is just dragging on the ground next to her while she's got her big basket of laundry that she's carrying to the car uh, to go do laundry. And I, I okay, you got to do laundry. I get that, but this in this case she was going to the building next door to do laundry, which doesn't make a heck of a lot of sense. Hey, there's hey Uncle Pete's Uncle Pete has joined the Birthday Boy podcast. Hello, Uncle Pete. Welcome. Oh, man. I'm going to have some fun tonight. Another fun Friday with the birthday boy. Uh, so so, so Princess PJ's, uh, I don't know, she's people coming and going. She's really just, the thing is, I just can't seem to figure out what, like, what does Princess PJ's do for a living? And look, am I judging Princess PJ's based on her, uh, based on her hair and the fact that she wears PJ's all day and she kind of, I wouldn't say she does. She look dull. Does she look like a dull person? Not necessarily like a dullard, but I don't know. She's it's not I don't see her. You know, some people you see they're home all day and then you see them at night. They have like scrubs on. Okay, well, I know what they're doing. Princess PJs. Does that mean that Princess PJs is is not just like me, that she has a laptop and she's doing work and she's an analyst? no. But let's be honest, she's not doing that. And so, drug dealer, uh, it could be, it could be, you know, with the, it's just not enough, it's not enough traffic for me to say drug dealer, unless she's, yeah, there's not enough, although the lawn, now that I think about it though, the laundry basket, the laundry basket would be, if you're going to have something, if you're going to have a transportation device, yeah, the laundry basket would be the right one. See, Kimmy and I, I thought immediately when I saw her, just because of, you know, because I do judge a book by its cover 100% of the time, I thought for sure, stripper, which is fine. That's a great profession. If I, if I could, I would, you know, if things had gone differently, I would be, I'd be stripping all day long. However, during the quarantine, okay, that's not an option. What could she be doing? Maybe she's a maybe she's a webcam girl. And the thing is, I ask Kimmy these questions that Kim knows just as much the answer as I do. So I'm asking Kim. I'm like, I was asking her like, what? So what do you? What's if if she's a webcam girl? I guess she could do that from her house, and then she has like a client. She doesn't have to leave the house. And I'm asking Kimmy all these questions about like about the webcam <laughs> about the webcam industry. <laughs> Kim's like, why are you asking me about the webcam industry? I don't know. 
Uh, and I, so drug drug dealer could be maybe she's the kingpin. <clears throat> maybe maybe she's at the top of the food chain with that laundry basket. <sighs> Big German Shepherd type thing for protection, but that that dog doesn't seem doesn't seem terribly vicious. The dog did learn how to cross the street. I watched her today. She crossed the street. The dog wasn't was on the leash. The leash wasn't being held by Princess PJs. And she stopped and she said to the dog, she looked down and she goes, look both ways. And the dog like looked both ways and then they crossed the street. That was that was pretty impressive. I gotta tell you, I had a you know a newfound respect for Princess PJs. But uh yeah, I mean I gotta tell you, there's another thing. I mean, the, the, I, I think I might get anxiety if I was if I was a stripper, but if I were a webcam girl, or I guess I, I guess for me it would be a webcam boy, webcam birthday boy. That's something I could definitely. Kimmy and I discussed that too, and I said, look, I, I'm in a pretty good place with the uh, with the job, but you know things things always things can turn at a moment's notice with things being the way they are out there. It might it might go south. Uh, webcam boy. As long as I, and that's what I was asking Kimmy. I said, if I'm a, if I'm, if I'm a webcam boy, I, I don't have to see my audience. Right? Any people out there who do the webcam thing, I don't have to. See, it's just a chat. It's, it's like what I'm doing right now. Like I, I would be the webcam boy, and then the people would just watch me, and like maybe I could see them chatting, but I couldn't see them. Hey, there's hey Nate Stengrevix. We've got oh man, this is a special evening. We've got both Nates in the house. I am so excited. Just as I'm about to talk about my my new life as a webcam boy, should things should things come to that, I tell you, uh, and that's what I was asking Kimmy. I said I said I wouldn't if I was a if I did like if I was a webcam boy. Hey man, um, I I wouldn't see the people because here's the thing about me, I I say why why could why would i be a webcam boy why not because there's a market for for everything right like there's there's someone out there who likes you know what's going on here <laughs> but i wouldn't want to see the people who would want to see this on a webcam because uh i just picture this except even hairier and even fatter nah, don't need to see it uh but uh, yeah, I, and I was asking Kimmy, you know, um, yeah, I wouldn't be able to see them, right? She had, she provided no answers. She has less knowledge of the webcam industry than I do. Um, but yeah, and and frankly, the honest truth that there's ladies on who would want to watch me on the webcam too. They probably also look like me, except <laughs> except hairier and fatter. Uh do you like hairy chests and big fat stomachs? Well, dudes and ladies, tune in to the Birthday Boy private webcam party, $9.99 a month. And Im immediately following the Birthday Boy podcast on Facebook Live every Friday night. Uh, sorry. Yeah, well, it's, sorry's not, a, not enough, Kimmy. If you could do me a favor, since you're my wife, I need you to be... I need you to be up on all the latest things. So, Kimmy, you need to research the webcam industry. Find out. I want to be proactive on this. So, again, should things go south with the uh, with the day job, you know, then uh, uh, then uh, then then I've got a they've got options, and I don't have to do the research then. I want I want to have done the research up front. Should the need arise for me to become a webcam boy, I'll be honest too. I think I would be pretty good at it. 
I think I would, I like to, you know, everybody likes to think that they're going to, you know, they're going to, uh, they're going to shift the paradigm, that they're going to change the genre, invent a whole new genre. I like to think I would be one of those people if I was, if I was, uh, you know, if I had my own adult webcam (laughs) surface, I'd like to, I'd like to think that I would be a trailblazer. I don't know in what way. I just think maybe, maybe a mixture of what we get in the birthday boy podcast combined with, uh, you know, some of the, some of the more, uh, you know, X rated stuff that you would see. I don't know. A boy can dream a birthday boy can dream someday perhaps, but, uh, well, you know what? (laughs) There's, I got princess PJs, uh, only a, a mere, a few feet away from me, we could go ask her. If I just knock on the... Excuse me. Uh, yes, hi. Princess PJs, uh, you don't really know me. I'm your neighbor. Uh, what, what does it take? What do you have to do to get into the webcam industry? And then she'll be like, uh, I am... I'm a, I'm a forensic accountant, and I work from home, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and I'll say... Are you sure? Because I, I don't think so. I'm not saying a forensic accountant <clears throat> wouldn't go out in their PJs at all times during the day, but... Eh, eh. Uh, anyways. Uh, speaking of my first joke... <laughs> that's a segue. Boy, is that a segue. Uh, so, you know, people... People, people ask me all the time. They, they come up to me all the time. and Hey, 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 you. Uh, first they say, uh, uh, don't I know you from the webcams? And I say, no, that's not me. That's not me, sir. That's, that's somebody else. I only wish. I only wish. And, and then they ask me, people, people ask me, they come up to me all the time. And they, hey, Johnny boy, birthday boy, uh, wh- what was the first joke you ever told? You remember the first joke you ever told? Uh, isn't that weird, though, how people say that? Like, you... A lot of people say, like, oh, you know, people ask me all the time. If there's one way to guarantee that nobody has ever asked that question is if if you hear somebody say, you know, people ask me all the time. People ask me all the time. Uh, That's how you know nobody has ever asked that question. And I know for I know, too, because nobody has ever asked me any question ever in my life. I literally don't know of any question that's ever been asked of me by anyone ever. In the history of me, I don't think I've ever been asked a question ever. So, uh, but anyways, but but people ask me all the time. They come up to the street and say, "Hey, birthday boy, when are you going to do a webcam?" And I say, "Soon enough, I'm sure." And uh, and then the next question is, "What was the first joke you ever told?" And I was talking about this with the kids the other day because the kids, my children, love stories that I tell them about what an idiot I am especially at a young age. I've told in recent podcasts, I talked about when I uh, was in maybe fourth or fifth grade, uh, I was in the middle of taking a dump in the elementary school bathroom after school, and some kids came in and they thought it was their friend, Kevin. So they're like, hey, Kevin, Kev, is that you? Kevin, is that, hey, Kev. And they just wouldn't stop. And I'm like, <laughs> I've got a good one for them. They'll never see this coming. And then I burst out of the, the stall and, uh, and of course didn't realize that I've got like toilet paper hanging from my foot and my pants, I'm just holding them in, in, in a clump, you know, pulled them up and holding them in my fist. And I was like, who's Kevin? Uh, and I went like this and then they just slowly backed up 
out of the bathroom as they were horrified. And I thought, well, I really got those kids. Um, but my kids, they, they love stories like that because that's a story uh, where I'm an idiot and have no self-awareness and am an idiot. And so they love that kind of story. And they love this story too, which is the first joke. It's the first joke I ever told. I don't know. It's the first joke that I ever remember telling when I was about five or six years old. And I had just come from a birthday party and I had face paint on. I had like tiger face paint. And so I was feeling, you know, I was feeling kind of, kind of funny. I was feeling, I was in that kind of mood. And, and my dad was recording me. They had the video camera. We're doing, you know, goofy shit that kids do. That's, you know, not funny at all, but the parents laugh because you know, you know, you want to build them up. And, uh, and so we're doing all that stuff, my sister and I, and then I thought I'd do a little stand up. I thought I'd, I'd try, I, I thought I'd try some jokes. And so I, so my dad said, Hey, you have any jokes? And I said, I've got a knock, knock joke. I just made it up. He said, okay, great. What is it? And I said, knock, knock. And my, my parents said, who's there? And I said, French. I go, okay, French who? And I go, French fryer. And then I stopped and I, and I, I paused for, for laughter that didn't come. And then, you know, then my parents were like, ah, that's great. That's so funny. Ah, you, you, you're hilarious. The joke didn't even make sense. That's funny. Well, that's how great, you know, good parents do that. You, <laughs> you encourage your kids. Oh man, but but eventually I did refine my jokes, and uh, once in a while I say something remotely funny. But uh, that's that's the first joke. So to answer all the all the questions out there, when people come up to me on the street and they, uh, hey hey birthday boy, what's the first joke you ever told? Oh, that's it. That's French knock knock. Who's there? French French who? French fryer. I still I still don't know what it means. My kids don't know what it means, but they fall out of their chair every time. And they point point at me and say, "You fucking idiot! You're such an idiot!" And uh, yeah, and they're right and they are correct. Oh man, yeah, boy, lots of stuff here. Lots of stuff to talk about. Oh man, I'm scrolling through the list. I got to tell you, you know, since uh, since Nate Nate Duel is, I think he's still on the podcast. Yeah, I see him. There he is. Nate Duel is still here. Nader, uh, I'm gonna. I got to go back to some of our text conversations because I just discovered this last night. And I don't know if anybody's aware of this, but there is. Uh, they've. They're. They. I don't know if. I don't know if is reboot the right word, but Saved by the Bell is coming back. So NBC. You know. By the way, uh, thanks to all the assholes who cut the cord because now you see what's happening now. Hey, this is great. We can cut the cord. And we just need Netflix and Hulu. Uh, and the and the HBO app. Uh, and ESPN Plus. Uh, oh, and uh, and CBS has their own thing. It's the only way to watch uh, the new Star Treks. Uh, oh, and the uh, NBC. Uh, they're going to take the office off Netflix. And the NBC Peacock app is going to... Oh, it's, it's $9.99. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah. You cud cord... You, you cud cording bastards. You cord cutting bastards. Uh, so anyways, uh, but as a, as a loyal Comcast subscriber, by the way, I'm never, I will never not have cable. I don't care. I don't care how, t I don't care how tough it gets out there. I cannot live without TV. I can't live without cable and all the other, and all that other shit that I just listed. I need every option for watching television. I need every option for watching live sports, which I, yes, I know there's no live sports, uh, but I need every option for watching television and, and stupid NBC 
has their Peacock thing coming out. But luckily, as a loyal Comcast Xfinity subscriber, at least for the time being, we get the uh, we get the uh, we get a free trial. It's not even the Peacock app isn't even out yet, but it's out on the Xfinity set top box that we have. And, uh, you know, it's got a bunch of shows, a bunch of bullshit, all the NBC stuff, classic shows, classic movies, whatever. And last night I was scrolling through like, oh, I'll, I'll, it's free. I'll take a look. I'll see what the sh- what's on here. And it's uh, some fucking, uh, and it said Saved by the Bell is back. I said, well, that's interesting to me and to, and to Nate, I know, is Saved by the Bell has never, never really left. It's always been there. It's always been in our hearts and our minds. Since uh, since 1993, when it when it ended on TV, it's it's always been there. Uh, so so I sent this link to Nate, which was the preview, and it's got you know Slater is the gym coach, and Jesse was on it, and they didn't show Zach and Kelly, but they're gonna be on it because I did. I then found an article that says that uh, Mark Paul Gosselier and Tiffany Thiessen are gonna be they're on there, and so it's Zach's so Zach Morris is the governor of California in this, which actually doesn't sound that preposterous. Like, you know, five years ago, I'd be like, that's crazy. <laughs> they wouldn't let an asshole be the governor. <laughs> I guess any asshole can do any of that stuff now. But anyways, uh, so Zach Morris is the governor of California. Okay. And his kid is named Mac, Zach and Mac Morris. And... His kid goes to Bayside, of course. Uh, Belding has retired. He's no longer the principal. Uh, that uh, what, What's his name? John Michael Higgins. That's the dude's name. He's the principal. Entertaining fellow, but he's no Dennis Haskins. Uh, so Zach Morris is the governor. His son, Mac, goes to Bayside. Zach Morris, as governor, closed down a bunch of poor performing schools. Like, f- closed down four schools. I guess that's just what you do. You just... Well, these schools suck. Let's close them all down. And then he sent all the kids to Bayside because that's a good school. And so now you've got the the kids from the other side of the tracks going to Bayside with Zach Morris's kids uh, going to Bayside at the same time. And it looks like I think we're going to have two people who are able to freeze time and break the fourth wall and look at the camera. And I sent this to Nate and I said, you know, uh, it's like what the f- what the fuck is this? Uh, I said so. Evidently, Zach is the governor of California. His son Matt goes to Bayside. I had no idea this was even going to be a thing, which I did until last night. I didn't even know this was a, a thing. Um, yeah, and Nate responded and said that yeah. Nate said I'm confused. I want the same cl- cast playing the same roles and redoing the exact same episodes. Try stuffing Screech in a locker now. Already, I want to watch that show more than I want to watch the show that I saw a two-minute preview of last night. And it's not even a sitcom. It's not even a three-camera sitcom. It's, uh, you know, it's filmed like, a, you know, like a, like the OC or something like that. And so, and they're they're more self-aware. They're just, you know, they're more like people instead of the, the characters that they were at Bayside back in the 90s. I don't get it. And, uh, yeah, and I said, totally, I would much rather see them just be 40-something years old and playing high school kids and not even acknowledging it. That's what I want to see. Just like Nate, I want to see them all. I want to see Belding's the principal. Everybody's at school. Um, or maybe, and then I said, and then I was thinking about it uh, while I was on the toilet where I write all my best texts. 
and uh, yeah, you can tell you can tell by the length uh, what I'm what I'm doing at the time. Anyways, uh, I said maybe everyone's a teacher slash works in the high school except for Zach, who flunked and is his, in his 25th year as a senior at Bayside, attending school with his son, who is now in high school at Bayside, but his son doesn't have time for his bullshit. So, so my, my thing is Zach Morris is still doing the same Zach Morris crap that he was doing 25, 30 years ago. Uh, and his son is like, you know, straight and narrow kind of, you know, wants to not be a, uh, an idiot like his father and, uh, and doesn't want to still be, uh, you know, a 26 year senior. Uh, his son does, does stuff that people would do. Oh yeah. His son doesn't have time for his bullshit and his son does stuff that people would do in 2020. Like say call an Uber after drinking at a party while Zach still does the same nineties bullshit that he would do like driving home from a party, crashing his old man's car and then use his giant cell phone to somehow weasel out of it all while wearing a toga, uh, which he does by getting his good friend, Tori. Remember Tori who mysteriously showed up one season and then mysteriously disappeared just as mysteriously as she arrived. She was gone. Uh, so, so Zach, uh, which he does by getting his good friend Tori and her lesbian biker gang to provide 20 alibis stating that Zach was nowhere near the toga party. And it must've been his son, Mac, who drove grandpa's car drunk. Mac reluctantly corroborates this story because he has promised tickets to the U2 concert, but then comes clean at the end upon remembering that his dad is a 47 year old high school student with no job and no money, still using a brick cell phone from the eighties. And therefore has absolutely no way to get U2 concert tickets because he's a bum. Uh, and then every episode ends with split screens of Zach and Mac talking to the audience like they would normally do, uh, kind of like Drake and Josh would do at the beginning of the episode where you got the two split screens and it would be, you know, Zach saying, uh, I love that son of mine, always able to take the fall for the old man. And then uh, Mac Morris would say, that's my dad, Zach Morris is, is trash, which would be a nice, that would be a nice, uh, you know, a nice reference to that uh, Zach Morris is trash thing that they do uh, on YouTube. That the, that the YouTube people put together. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, oh, yeah. And I also, I hope they use this opportunity to have Jesse while dancing with Slater at the attic. You know, the, you know, the attic, the nightclub from Saved by the Bell, we, as we all remember, uh, where, where unfortunately hearts, uh, hearts were broken on, on more than one occasion. Uh, I hope they use this opportunity to have Jesse while dancing with Slater at the attic uh, before they hook up for the nine millionth time uh, to have her sing, I'm so excited, I'm so excited, I'm so wet. <laughs> to which Slater replies, oh yeah, mama, let's get you home to my place. Uh, it's the all new, all grown up, saved by the bell. This ain't your buildings, Bayside. Uh, so anyways, yeah, I think, I think if you put... Uh, see, Nate... Nate Duel, Nate has the knowledge of Saved by the Bell, and uh, and I've got some, you know, uh, I can we can when the two of us get together and we start riffing. I mean, we came up with that fabulous '60s sketch from high school that got us both kicked out of the class because it was so good. So I think if you put us together, NBC, uh, I'm sure you're listening to the Birthday Boy podcast. Why don't you give Johnny Boy and Nate a call, and we'll we'll put together we'll put together a Saved by the Bell season that uh, that'll actually have people subscribing to the stupid uh, peacock network anyway I yeah I don't know uh, I guess I'll check it out I you know I, because I check out everything I watch everything speaking of which speaking of watching everything 
I was going through, I just thought, you know, I thought I'm going to, I'm going to take an inventory of everything that I've watched, (laughs) not necessarily finished, but have watched during this quarantine, which I I watch a ton of TV. Mm. Need that water. I watch a ton of TV at all times since forever, since I was a baby. There's actually, uh, footage, uh, super eight movie footage when I was a baby and I'm in a little Christmas PJs. I'm not even, uh, I'm probably seven, six or seven months old. And I'm sitting in my little baby seat on the floor. It's Christmas time. And uh, Double J is next to me. And he's also a baby. He's like five or six months old. And we're both sitting there. And they're filming us. And he's looking at the camera. And he's looking at the people. And he's like, you know, he's waving and doing, you know, putting on a little show. And I'm just, I'm glued to the TV. And so, yeah, and so it begins. So it begins at an early age. Uh, Anyways, I thought I'd make a list. And I don't even know if I've captured everything. Of shows, I mean, it's pretty, what what are you guys, what are you guys watching? I'm going to read this list. Tell me what you, what shows have you binged, finished, started, whatever, on this, uh, on this quarantine thing? Uh, Because I realized, um... This see, this was back in the early days. This was back when it wasn't quite yet a quarantine, but it's it, these crossed over enough. I would have I would have binged them anyways. I would have finished them anyways. I finally caught up uh, back at the beginning of March. It it had been a year since I I kind of stopped watching Star Trek Discovery, but then I finished the second season and it was quite good. Uh, and then I and then I binged through <laughs> Uncle Pete. Same here, Picard. Back uh, back when Picard came out, it was yeah like late February, early March. Picard and Discovery. Well, same here. <laughs> I got caught up on Discovery. I had binged the first season of Star Trek Discovery and then, you know, kind of kind of got halfway through the second season when it came out and then just forgot about it. But I went back to it and finished it. Quite liked it. Picard, uh, there were two episodes, two or three episodes that I loved. Uh, Twilight Zone. Yeah, Kimmy and I watched the new Twilight Zone. We watched maybe half of the episodes. There were some really good ones in there. Um, and then there were some not-so-great ones. Uh, I mean, I plowed through Ozark Season 3. I I actually, when Ozark Season 3, when that was finished, just like every season of Ozark, like I feel an emptiness. I feel a void, an unfillable, uh, unfillable void inside of me that can only be that can only be satisfied with more seasons of Ozark. I just I can't believe how goddamn good that show is. Oh my god, Michael Burnham. Oh my god, she's she's the greatest. Love Michael Burnham. Uncle Pete, you might have you were not on the, uh, a couple weeks ago. I I I played some classic TV theme songs, and I played the Jeffersons. And and Uncle Pete, you'll actually appreciate this. Uh, if you look at the way that Mister Saru. That, that Saru walks, you know, his arms kind of wave behind him slowly as he's walking, you know, because he's a Kelpian, of course. He's a Kelpian, and that's how they walk. Kelpians walk with their arms, uh, you know, waving behind them instead of side by side like our our human arms would. Well, go watch, go watch Saru, how he walks with his arms behind his back, and then go watch the Jeffersons. Watch the intro to the Jeffersons. Watch George Jefferson. Yeah, moving on up. George Jefferson's arms are swinging behind him, so I uh, either either George Jefferson is a Kelpian or I don't know something's something's going on. 
Maybe Saru is moving on up to the east side. Uh, I caught up. I'll tell you what I caught up on. And the first season was so good, and the second season was quite boring, but has its moments, was American Gods. I mean, you always watch American Gods. First season was fantastic. I loved I loved the first season of American Gods. And the second season is okay. But I just, I'm like, I got to finish. I finish what I start. I got to finish what I start. Uh, Kimmy and I inexplicably are still watching Westworld. Boy, the fir- again, first season of Westworld. So good. They could have just had one season. That would have been fine because the first season of Westworld is so good and it's so it's, it's so good. It's just so good. And then the second season, I just I barely paid attention. Third season, I'm paying attention to a little bit more. Uh, you know, I I'm not as confused as I was in the second season, um, but I am. Uh, I don't care. Like it's it's this whole Dolores and uh, and uh, what's the other girl? Is it Maeve? Dolores. Ah, oh, the big showdown's coming between Dolores and Maeve. And I'm like, I don't care. Is that is that something we are supposed to have been wanting? Because I I don't really give a shit. But it's been uh, you know it's been cool to watch you know I guess. Uh, but it's almost over. Uh, of course, the last ride on ESPN. Oh my, oh my God. Uh, I'll tell you, man. I mean, give me any give me any kind of sports documentary, and I'm I'm in. Um. This last ride is just, I mean, because, and the thing is, I didn't, I didn't watch any basketball back then. Like when all those greats, I, I missed all of it. I knew about it because you can't not know about it and you can't not see the highlights and all these things. And I, of course, played tons of NBA jam. So I certainly knew uh, who Pippen and Horace Grant were because I used them all the time because I figured, well, I can't pick Michael Jordan. So I'll pick the next best thing when I'm playing NBA jam with Nate and Shimo. Uh, and I love, and by the way, I love Scottie Pippen. He's, there's something about Scottie Pippen because like, he's, he's such a, he's such a nice guy, but he's also an asshole at the same time. Like he's a very passive asshole. Like at the, was it the first episode where, you know, where he's talking about how he waited until the end of the summer to have the surgery. And then he missed a bunch of this, the next season. And he's like, oh, I'm not going to miss my summer. And I'm like, yeah, of course. Why would you miss? Why, why sit up, you know, with your leg and everything? have surgery and then you're just laying up in bed all summer long, enjoy your summer, then go have surgery. Like, and, uh, you know, and some people are like, yeah, what a, what a dick thing to do. It's kind of, but it's such a, like, you know, he was kind of sticking it to the man. He was sticking it to that Jerry Krause and management who weren't, uh, you know, they weren't paying him enough what he was worth. They never really did, I guess. Um, and so he said, yeah, fuck you. I'm going to wait and I'm going to enjoy my summer. And then in the fall, I'll go have my surgery. And then you won't have me for the first few uh, months of the season. And then we'll see how great the team is without me. And, and obviously he was missed on the team. Uh, and then there was something else that he did. What was the other thing that he did? Now I'm blanking. Well, anyway, he... Uh, uh, da, 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 da. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was, that was kind of just his passive way. You know, some people would like barge into the office and say, hey, fuck you, pay me my money. What, what are you doing? Or trade me, do something. And Scottie Pippen's just like, nah. I'm just going to not have surgery at the time when I probably should have surgery so I can help the team and be back and ready to go in the fall. I'm going to enjoy my summer. And then like, that's, that's something, you know, I love doing those like kind of passive things where I stick it to the man. And, uh, and that's, and that's, that's one of them. So I, I love, I love that Scotty Pippen is a really great guy and an, a passive asshole when he needs to be. 
And speaking of Jerry Krause, I mean, that, man, I mean, the first scene, if anybody's watching this last dance, even if you don't like sports, even if you're going to give a shit about basketball, anybody who grew up in the 90s, everybody knows who Michael Jordan is, obviously. You should, it's just, it's just a great, it's just fun to watch a documentary about like the greatest of all time and, and, you know, everything around his, his career and his, his superstardom and his rise and, and the other players that he was surrounded with, you know, the, the episodes on Rodman and Pippen and all these guys, just fantastic. It's fantastic. Uh, but Jerry Krause is great. Uh, instantly you see Jerry Krause and you know that he's going to be the villain. He's, we know immediately, we don't, even if you know nothing about Jerry Krause, the, the general manager, uh, you know the the first scene of Jerry Krause is just this little fat guy, and you can be you can be a little fat guy. Trust me, I know a little fat guy is a guy who's fat but he's short, and that makes you a little fat guy. Like you can be a little skinny guy, uh, and you can be you know, you can be a big skinny guy. You can be like a big t- you know you can be like six nine and just be really skinny. Like I you know Scottie Pippen is a big skinny. You look at those guys, Phil Jackson. They're just like these bony guys, but they're big, tall, skinny guys. And then you can have a little fat guy, and Jerry Krause is a little fat guy. And and the first scene that we see of Jerry Krause is from the footage that they shot back in 19... They had a whole documentary crew film this the final season, 1997 to 1998, uh, the season. And, and it was only to be released when Michael Jordan himself signed off on releasing uh, the footage, which is, uh, by the way, he... Jordan said when LeBron won that championship with Cleveland, Cleveland against Golden State, that's when Jordan was like, "Okay, let's let's get this thing out here." So everybody, hello, greatest of all time. Let's make sure they remember. That's the kids need to know. And uh, you see Jerry Krause, this little fat guy, and he's he's like stumbling off the curb, trying to he's spinning around, he's tripping over himself, trying to find his car. And you're instantly before you even know anything about this guy, you're like, ah. Oh, look at this little fat guy. He can't even find his car. And he's got his his pants are like Womack style. They're like, you know, they go up to just below his nipples. And he's got like the polo shirt tucked in and the big gut. And he's just kind of looks like this doofus. Anyway, it's it's so great. It's so great. to I, 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 TV is so good. Document Sports documentaries are so good. Uh, I'm finally getting back into Dark on Netflix season two. That's such oh, Dark is so good. We caught up on Shameless. I can't wait for that to be over. It's like, okay, we get it. They're trashy. Ha ha ha. Let's let's wrap it up. Uh, yeah, Ray Donovan, Work in Progress, Tiger King, Legion, Devs on Hulu. That's a good one. That's just one season. Uh, Dark Side of the Ring, uh, Witcher, Castlevania. This old cartoon from 2014. Not old, but called Over the Garden Wall, which was a like a, a limited run series, and it's so good. It's so cute and clever and fun anyway dark side of the ring that's on the vice channel and it's all it's all about rest like these scandalous wrestling stories they have uh, macho man and they're gonna the, the finale this year is gonna be about owen hart which is gonna be very sad they they did one about dino bravo who was murdered in 1993 dino bravo was murdered in his in his home uh he was shot like 20 times because he his wrestling career ended and then he and then he went and like sold cigarettes. He worked with the with the with the uh, Montreal Mafia. Um, I think it was yeah, it was Montreal, the Quebec Mafia, whatever it is. 
he worked with the mafia and he was selling cigarettes. And, uh, and I guess he was, uh, you know, he was selling on the wrong turf or he, he upset somebody cause they, and nobody knows who, but they shot him 20 times. The most interesting thing about that documentary is that, uh, it starts out talking about how Dino Bravo was Canada's version of Hulk Hogan, which I watched Dino Bravo when I was, you know, in the, in the early nineties, I, when I was just starting to watch wrestling and he was just kind of like, I would watch him and be like, oh, this guy's kind of lame. He's. You know, he's a strong guy. He doesn't really have a great look. He just seems kind of like a doofus. And you're like, ah, oh, he was the he was the Hulk Hogan of Canada. He was the most beloved Canadian wrestler that there ever. Like, this is a this is a first for me. I'm not aware that that Dino Bravo was the next Hulk Hogan in Canada. Oh man, there's just too many TV shows, and I'm goddamn it, I'm gonna watch them all. I'm gonna watch them all. Um, yeah. And then there's some new show coming out with Mark Ruffalo where he plays his own brother and he plays himself, but then the brother is kind of a, he's kind of slow. He's a slow adult. And I'm like, man, that's so, that's so good because people, it it looks terrible to me. I don't even remember the name of the show, but he's gonna, now he like, he'll win an Emmy. He'll probably be able to double dip when it comes time for the awards season, because he'll be like best, best lead actor in a TV drama and then best supporting actor, best lead actor, Mark Ruffalo for whatever the show's called. And best supporting actor goes to Mark Ruffalo playing the brother of Mark Ruffalo. And, uh, I don't, I'm, I guarantee you, I'm mark my words. If there's an Oscar or, or uh, whatever, an Emmys next year, it's going to be Mark Ruffalo going up against Mark Ruffalo. And I, I got my money on Mark Ruffalo. I tell you right now. Uh, yeah, boy hammering through these, uh, through these topics. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's one. Here's one. And then, uh, and then we'll, we'll get to some, uh, we'll get to some, I have a, I have only two, two or three songs picked out here for Cliffy Oki and I'm happy to do them and I'm happy to take requests in just a little bit, but, uh, uh, interesting. Uh, interesting. I was doing my shopping at Costco this week. I went on a Wednesday instead of a Thursday I, I don't know. Uh, they had everything I wanted. That was good. And I noticed on the way out, the sign said, beginning May 4th, everyone who enters Costco will be required to wear a mask. Which I believe the Commonwealth of Massachusetts has a statewide thing going into effect very soon, if not already, requiring everyone to wear a mask. And I just, I chuckled because there's most of the people in the stores have their masks on. And then there's still those ones. There's still the ones who are just like, no, no way. No, Cliffy. (laughs) I don't know who this guy is who would be calling Cliffy. Cliffy, they're taking away our liberties. Maybe that's a new Cliff. Cliff's got a new uncle. (laughs) Cliff's got a new uncle being workshopped. Cliffy, this is your... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is your uncle. This is Cliffy Freedom. Cliffy, I just went down to the Costco and to get a big crate of USA Gold Light 100, spelled D-U-R-D, and the sign says that starting Monday, spelled M-U-N-D-E-E, <laughs> starting Monday, I can't go to Costco unless I have one of them, one of them fruity masks on, Cliffy. They're taking away our liberties, Cliff. It's in the Constitution. 
I have every right to wear, breathe on whoever I want to. If I want to go out and cough on everybody, it's in the, it says so in the Constitution. It says you can give me coughing on everybody, which is liberty, or give me death. It's not fair, Cliffy. Don't tread on me. They're taking away our liberties, Cliffy. <sighs> yeah, that's what, that's what I, I mean, you see these people, and that's kind of like literally what they're saying. It's in the Constitution, Cliffy. They're telling me I got to wear a mask to protect others? That's bullshit, Cliffy. The Constitution says I don't have to protect shit. If I want to go out and cough and breathe on anybody while I'm getting a cheeseburger at Applebee's, that's my God-given right, Cliffy. There's a little crossover to Dr. Uh, Dr. Ducks. Cliffy, <laughs> my son Theo tells me I've got to wear a mask. Since I'm a doctor, I have plenty of masks to wear. Just like the ones I wore when I was giving all those auditions to all those ladies 20 years ago <laughs> for the Cosby Mysteries. <laughs> I like that guy, Dr. Duxtable. Except the fact that he wears a mask, Cliffy. They're taking our liberties away. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> oh, speaking of TV shows, what we do in the shadows. Oh, my God. The movie was so good. Season one and, and now season two. I'm, I'm, I've said it since last year. I've said it since about the middle of season one. I tell you, and I say this, and I will, I will not change my tune on this. The show is better than the movie. And that's saying something because the movie is so good. Uh, and the show is even better. It's so funny. And as, as my buddy Alex perfectly stated it, it's, the, yeah, because now, you know, they got the, the movie was all about the great concept. It's a documentary where they're following these vampires around New, Ze New Zealand and it's hilarious. Uh, and the show now, instead of, you know, okay, we got the concept, but now the show is focusing on the jokes and the funny and all that stuff. So you're able to really, you know, get the writers into the room instead of all the improv. I'm sure there's improv in there, but now they're really writing some, some really slick, funny characters. And of course the TV show has the energy vampire, which is the funniest thing. Who's just a guy who, uh, who will sit at a, <clears throat> who will sit at a Super Bowl party and talk about things and they'll bore people to sleep. And, uh, and he, he gets his energy from talking, from draining the energy of others by just talking to them. You know, much like I'm, I, I was tired at the beginning of this podcast and now I am, now I am full of life because I have drained you of your energy by just carrying on talking about nonsense for the last 54 minutes, according to my timer here. Uh, but it's, it's so funny. And the energy vampire was, I, it made me think of, uh, Oh, this poor bastard. He was such a nice kid. He was one of my uh, one of my housemates in college, Ideen. He was such a nice guy. He was such a good dude. He was so he was so good. He was such a good kid. Uh, but he would he would come home and he would tell these stories and they went absolutely nowhere. There was no punchline. There was no point. There wasn't even really not only I mean a punchline. Jeez, how about just an ending? The story just it didn't end and then he would just put a period at the end of the sentence. And I'm like, oh, that's the, what, what was the, what was the point of that? And he would come home, he would come home and be like, hey, what's up, Ideen? Say, How you, how's your day, man? How's everything going? Oh, pretty good. Uh, so I just, uh, I just went to the store 
Like, yeah, and he and he would tell it in that kind of like, like the cadence of talk. He was like, and he'd be like, oh, so check this out. <laughs> he would always start with check this. So check this out. I just went to the store, and so I'm standing there, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, so this lady comes up. She buys all these magazines. And I'm like, okay. Like four or five magazines. I'm like, all right. And then what? And so that she buys these magazines and she's, she's paying for the magazines and she paid in cash. And then she takes the magazines and then she leaves. Uh, <laughs> we're like, okay. And then what? That's all. <laughs> like, what? What were the, like, is there something interesting about the magazines? Was it an old lady buying, like, Penthouse Forum? Buying, you know, Jugs Quarterly? I don't know what the magazines were. She just had, like, four of them. I thought it was funny. And then she just paid for them and then left. And I'm like, (laughs) that's not really much of a story because, like, okay. So you're saying you were at the store and somebody in the line where you purchased the things you bought at the store was buying things at the store. And then there was an exchange of money for a product, in this case, several magazines. And then you saw her take her product after paying for it and exit the store. Is that basically, that's the story? That's pretty much the story? Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Like, okay, well, that's not really a story because that's every story all day long at the fucking grocery store, you idiot. Oh, I'm sorry. He's such a sweet guy. He's such a, he's the sweetest guy. He's not an idiot. He's a smart guy. He went to Big. You have to be. You have to be very smart. Trust me. Look at the, Look at me. I, you have to be very smart to go to Binghamton. Oh, they don't let dopes in there. And and Ideen was very smart. Just you know, not much for spinning yarns. I'm afraid to say. Oh, so I was, <laughs> I was in line, at Kennedy's Fried Chicken. Yeah, and then this guy came in, and he took a soda out of the case. And oh my god, it was so funny. He bought the soda and then he paid for it and he forgot his change. I'm like, okay, that's that's almost kind of a story. But then he came back and he got it. It was so funny. I'm like, eh. it's not necessary. I don't know that it's funny. I mean, like, yeah, it's a thing that happened. It's not necessarily a thing worth retelling in any great length. But okay. All right, a guy got his change and he forgot it. Then he went back and then he got the change. It's not really okay, but whatever, whatever you say there, pal. Whatever you say, Idine, that's great. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. He got his change, but then he forgot it. But then he went back and got it. Oh no! Oh no! Reconnect. Okay, it's reconnecting. Jeez, I, I, I got disconnected for a second there. That's that's the most terrifying thing. When the Facebook thing says uh, trying to reconnect or it cuts out, that's no good, man. Oh, man. So anyways, hold on. Bear with me. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's good fun, all this technology, and all every person on the planet is using the same technology at the same time on the same internet everywhere so i'm i'm thrilled that not wood it's uh, it still seems to be working so that's good um 
Yeah, that was, yeah. So I, poor Ideen was such a super nice guy and he was just, he was the, he was the ultimate energy vampire. God, you just hear like, oh shit. Hey guys, check this out. <laughs> like, no, no. What happened? You, you, you took a left turn and the guy in front of you put on his right signal, but then he went left. Oh no. No, he put on his right signal and he went went right. It was crazy. <laughs> oh, that's that's a heck of a story. So you're saying traffic happened today? That's the that's the tale that you're telling us. Traffic happened today. Ah, oh, fantastic. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, there's many many energy vampires out there. Um, so. <laughs> I want to tell you, is Nate, is Nate Stengrevich still, still out there? Because I do have to, I really have to take a moment to appreciate, boy, what a shout out he gave me. Nate S. Nate Duel is Nader. Nate S, of course, is Nate E, which was, the greatest thing was that Nate S's mom joined the live feed that he was doing and called him Nate E. After he, we were, see, Nate Stengrevix and I, oftentimes I will, I'll send him a text after his Saturday night, Just Nate. He has his Just Nate concerts on Facebook on Saturdays at seven. And uh, you got to go and you got to go check him out. And Just Nate has his, uh, has his, his Saturday night, Just Nate Facebook live, plays for three hours, takes requests. It's, it's so good. It's such a fun way to spend a Saturday with, you know, nothing else to do, nothing else going on. And, uh, oftentimes I will text him maybe the next day or maybe right after and just say, Hey man, that was an awesome show. Really cool. You know, if he plays a song that I request, I'll thank him playing the song and so forth. And, uh, and we were texting last week, uh, because I, I inadvertently called Nate S, uh, Nader, which of course is Mr. Shimo's word for Nate Duel. And then I apologize. I said, there's only one Nader and that's Nate Duel. And, and, uh, and then later Nate S texted me and said, as long as you don't call me Nady, uh, that's fine. And then the next day he had his live show and his mom said, Hey, Nady, which I thought, th I thought that was fabulous. Um, Nate, Nate S gave me, I can't, I, I don't think he's on here. Well, you know what then? Uh, oh, we'll, we'll hold off. Maybe he'll join. Cause I really, I really want to, I want to take a moment to appreciate the shout out that he gave me on his, uh, on his live thing last week. It was really cool. It was the coolest. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's on there. Sten Grevix. Where you at? I don't think he's there. Um, man. So, so I guess, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I really, I really plowed through this list of topics. And the only topic I have left now is, uh, is a little Cliffy Oakey, which is karaoke. Womack style. Oh, Lisa. Oh, welcome to the podcast, my friend. Uh, you are just in time. You are just in time for the for the final uh, for the final segment of the night, which is a little a little karaoke Womack style, a little Cliffy Oki. Uh, and for anybody who's who's joined this, uh, we did some last week. We did some the week before. Uh, you had you had Scottish Uncle Cliff singing a little "Right Said Fred." I, I don't even remember what the hell else. Uncle Cliff sang Britney Spears last week. It was a whole, it was a whole thing. It was a whole to do. 
Uh, but this week I've got some tunes, only only a small handful. And then uh, I I, I, ha- I will happily I will happily take requests um, <laughs> if there's any songs. So what we do is we have me sing uh, these dopey songs. Uh, in the voices of the Cliff family members. And, of course, there's Uncle Cliff, Cliffy. And uh, there's uh, Cliffy, Uncle Cliffy Baseball Cliff. And, of course, there's Grandma Cliff. Yes, Cliffy, this is your grandmother. Uh, Not related in any way to Saul Rosenberg. Not at all. It's completely different. And there's, uh, yeah, Macho Man, yeah, Cliffy Savage. Which is not super easy to sing like that, but who knows. Uh, And then, of course, there's... uh, uh, the Scottish Uncle Cliff. Uh, Cliffy, it's your Uncle Cliff from Scotland. It bless me, big pipes, Cliffy. And there's, of course, there's Cousin Cliff. Yes, hello, Cliffy. It's Cousin Cliff. Uh, where are those magazines, Cliff? I need those magazines. And his voice is always, because he's, he's going through the, you know, that stage in life, although it's been going on for like a year and a half. Uh, but that's that's Cousin Cliff for you. And uh, and who knows? May, I guess maybe there's Uncle Cliffy Freedom as we just uh, as we workshopped a little early. Phone call pulled me away. No excuse. No, no worries, man. Nate Stengrevix is back. Actually, I, I I vamped long enough because I uh, I was hoping that you would come back because I wanted to play I want to play a little clip if if with your permission, uh, Nate Stengrevix. Uh, and by the way, I was just telling the gang here on the podcast. I was just telling the uh, the viewing and listening audience. Uh, that Nate Stengrevix, you and I, uh, occasionally after after my podcast, uh, you know, we might text a little bit after your Saturday night show, Just Nate, seven o'clock every Saturday on Facebook Live. Uh, I'll, you know, hey, great job, man, that was awesome. Love this, love this song, love that song, whatever. And and last week, uh, as I was just telling the gang here, I I accidentally, I inadvertent, inadvertently called you Nader. Which of course Nate Duel is known as Nader, uh, Mr. Shimo calling him Nader for many decades, and uh, and Nate Sten- Stengrevix said as long as you don't call me Nady, and then the next night you had your thing on Facebook, your live performance, and who shows up? I believe it was your mother who came into the chat room and said hi, Nady, which I I thought was delightful, and uh, couldn't have been timed any better if you tried. Uh, <laughs> So, anyways, but I, uh, but speaking of your, speaking of just Nate's seven o'clock Saturday night performances every Saturday night at seven o'clock on Facebook Live, like and follow just Nate. Uh, I gotta tell you, man, this dude gave me this was quite, uh, you know, I request some tunes, and by the way, uh, Nate S, I've got some, I've got, I've got a list of requests. I've been hesitant. I don't want to overwhelm you. I, I, I feel like yes, she did. I think it was your mother, if I remember right. Somewhere in the chat. Yeah, and I, I thought that was, like, just f- phenomenal. Um, less than 24 hours after you telling me, just as long as you don't call me Nady, that's fine. And then there's your mom. Hey, Nady. Uh, adorable. Anyways, uh, so I've got a whole list of tunes. I'm I'm hesitant because I, I, I feel like you've got to be, between all, everything else you're doing, like, whatever work stuff family stuff everything else and then being inundated with people like asking requesting songs and i've i I requested some songs and you played them you played karma police which is fabulous uh smashing pumpkins disarm i requested you played that it was phenomenal you just you're killing it man and uh and then last week 
Uh, I didn't request this. I would have. You played some Counting Crows. Uh, what did you play? Round here. That was just. It was just great. And uh, but then your younger cousins call you that. Ah, uh, younger cousins, Cliffy. Uh, it looks like Nady's got younger cousins too, and they call him Nady, just like I call you Cliffy, Cliffy. Uh, so, anyways, last Saturday, you know, and, and in between songs, Nate does some. Uh, you know, he'll he'll say hi to the gang. That's uh, you know the the multitudes of of people watching and listening and enjoying and, and commenting and all that stuff. And uh, and he'll give a little. You know, he'll just he'll do a little a little in between there. And uh, man, this guy gave the Birthday Boy podcast just the greatest shout out. I'm gonna, with your permission, Nate, I would like to play it if I may. And I know there's a little delay. It's going to take a while for Nate to give permission or or to deny permission. So I may just go ahead and play it anyways and assume that uh, assume that I'm correct that Nate will give me permission to play this just a small clip of Nate uh, giving the Birthday Boy podcast really a, a shout out for the ages. I must say a, sh- a shout out for the ages, Cliffy. Um. All right. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to take your uh, yeah man. All right, there we go. That's it. that's all I needed. Got the okay from the big guy. Let's see. Let's get this thing on here. There he is. Look at this guy. Unbelievable, man. That is, you can't, you can't pay for that kind of, uh, I mean, did, uh, I, I'm speechless. Look at me. I'm, I'm stumbling over my words. It was just unbelievable. What a, what an endorsement. Like I, I couldn't have, I couldn't have paid money and gotten a better endorsement than that one. That was man. Oh man. As I, as I sat there like, ah, oh, ah, oh. and that's funny too. It's always funny when I see Nate and he's on Facebook live, when you see somebody, you know, on Facebook live and I'm like, Hey, that's the guy that's, I know that guy. And then when you hear, you know, you, you make a comment and then he, and then Nate, Nate says like, he starts, he's like, Hey, hey Johnny boy, the birthday boy. I'm like, ah, oh, the guy on TV is talking about the podcast. Look, it can't be listen to the guys. He's, it's the guy's talking about me. That's me. He's talking about me. The guy, the, the guy who plays the songs, that's the real guy. And he's talking about me. It's so exciting. It's so exciting. <laughs> so I, I really, I appreciate that, man. That's such a, that's such a cool shout out that you gave. And, uh, I thought it was funny too. And he's like, Nate's like, I'm just playing songs. Like that's, you know, like that's some bullshit thing that anyone can do. Anyone can just pick up a guitar and learn every song that everybody asks them to play every week and then do a three hour live show every Saturday for free. Um, 
<laughs> and then, like I'm just playing songs, like as though that's like anybody can just do that. Anybody just play play three hours live every week, learn songs. Not only learn songs, but this guy's not even like reading. I would have the le- like when I do this Cliffy Oki stuff, I have to look at the karaoke thing because I don't even the songs that I know the words to, I forget the words. And this guy is like, uh, he memorizes everything. And uh, oh yeah, people need to know. Says Nate. Thanks, man. Tell me how you avoid the delay. Your stream is perfectly in time. Mine's, it's the weirdest thing, man, because your first, uh, not to get into like the tech support section of the podcast, but, uh, <laughs> but Nate, your very first week, I don't think there was any delay. And then it always starts out in sync, like your, your voice, the sound, it's all synced up. And then like, and then there's a little there's a little lag thingy that happens somewhere in the middle. And I, and I always try I think like maybe this is me and I try to reset and start back up and I leave and then I rejoin or I try on a different phone or a different device or something. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. I wish I, I wish I knew. I wish I had answers. I can't, uh, I don't know. Maybe there's like Facebook's maybe, maybe you have it set it, set your Facebook on the non lag setting. <laughs> <laughs> set your Facebook to sync uh, voice and mouth. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I wish I knew. Um, it doesn't, but it doesn't stop me from enjoying. I don't even care. I don't even, it's just like, okay, it's a few seconds behind when I watch, you know, watch you strumming the guitar and singing the songs. I don't care because it's just so good. It doesn't matter. But yeah, it's frustrating, I'm sure, as you're trying to figure out like what, the f- how the hell am I supposed to get this thing synced up? But uh, either way, man, it's, it's so, it's so enjoyable. I can't, I don't know. I can't, I can't stress it enough. Like just go, go watch on Saturdays. Uh, just join in just Nate on Facebook. Uh, yeah, just Nate Saturdays at seven. The dude plays until like 10, it's three hour. It's a three hour concert. And then on top of that, and this makes me like, I get, I get nauseated when I see like how good people are just in general. <laughs> I'll do. I wish I'd thought of that. Yeah, N- just put the switch on. Uh, you know, onto the uh, sync audio and video of Facebook on Facebook. Just flip flip the switch to that setting. Um, but anyways, I, I was gonna say what's what's nauseating. Shimo, there's Shimo. Oh, nice man. Uh, man, we got uh, got a good. This is a good crowd. This is a good group. This is a good group of super fans right here. We got the two Nates, Kimmy, Karen, Lisa. We got Shimo. This is a this is a super fan party. This is an all-star collection of, of fans watching on Facebook Live. And if you're listening to this uh, not live on uh, on Apple Podcasts or iHeart or Google Podcasts or Spotify, I thank you. And I tell you to go on Facebook and follow Birthday Boy Podcasts on Facebook and like and follow. And uh, and every Friday you can you can watch me. You can watch me live. And it's interactive and all the other bullshit. And I'll, I'll, you comment and then I'll talk and you'll ask, you'll ask tech support questions on how to fix Facebook and I'll give you a useless answer. And you know, it's, that's the kind of thing. Those are the kind of services we provide. Oh, but anyways, as I was saying, (laughs) tag it in brother, Shimo's tag it in. Um, the thing that the other thing that's nauseating about about Nate about just Nate is then this guy does all this stuff. It's this, this is like he's he started a week before me and frankly inspired me 
you know, I thought before this quarantine thing, I thought, hey, maybe for like the one year anniversary of the Birthday Boy podcast, maybe I'll do like a Facebook Live thing like one time. And then Nate starts doing the the live concert on Saturdays. And I said, shit, uh, you know what? That's I feel inspired. I feel inspired. And I'm going to do a live uh, Birthday Boy every Friday. And, and here we are. And so this is my sixth. And Nate's done six. And he'll tomorrow have done seven of these things. And and back to the thing that nauseates me is he does all this, you know, all, all takes requests, plays all these songs, practices, doesn't have to look at the lyrics, learn, memor- commits to memory. It's fantastic. And then on top of that, and people are like, hey, what can I do to, you know, send you some money, Venmo you some money? And he's like, no, give to the give to the food bank, uh, the New York food bank, I think it is. And I'm like, oh god damn it! That not only not only is he doing all this nice stuff for everybody, a free concert every week, he's not even taking money and he's giving it to charity. Ah, oh, god damn it! Um, that's that's a line that I I'm afraid I won't cross. If somebody said, how can I give you money? I'll be like, here's my Venmo information <laughs> for a payment that I don't need either. But oh man, that's it's such a he's such a good fella. It makes me sick to my stomach hate it i hate kindness even though kindness does matter i i I don't like it no all all seriousness man that's that's such a he's such a good guy this uh this nady with his playing his tunes and giving to the food bank unbelievable by the way here's what look at this i mean come on little counting crows When she's nervous round here. Look at that. Oh, come on. How would you how do you not want to tune in? There you go. Fantastic. Every Saturday, seven o'clock. Johnny Boy says kindness matters. It does. I, that's true. I guess I guess how can I be upset? I end I end the podcast every week for almost the last year telling you that kindness matters and then here you are displaying the ultimate kindness. And how can I how can I be upset? How can I be The only thing that I'm uh, upset about is the fact that I'm a huge hypocrite and I say <laughs> I say kindness matters and then I'm like I I'm, I'm not donating any money. And then here you are telling people telling people to donate money instead of giving it to you. I, I say maybe if you want to have them just send the money to me <laughs> on your on your uh, performance tomorrow. Direct all funds. Here's here's Johnny Boy's Venmo. <laughs> oh Christ! No, it's it's great stuff. I can't say enough about it. Just Nate Saturdays at seven. I can't. I, I look forward. I really I look forward to this. I'm gonna be bummed when the quarantine is over. And it's the end of it's the end of the Saturday night quarantine shows. I'm sure Nate's probably not though. He's probably like, "What have what have I done?" Every Saturday, they ask for more and more and more songs. They demand more songs, and I have to learn the songs, and then I have to sing them, and then they ask, for, and then it's not enough, and then they ask for another song and another song and then more songs. And what am I supposed to do? I'm only one person. I'm a human being, not a robot. Uh but you're a great human being, and 
on that, on that note, I'm going to give you a whole list of songs. It's not that many. I've I've tried to hold back, but I have some songs. I have some song. I, my list of demands is what I really like to call it for songs that I demand that you play and learn in the next 24 hours. Not not over the course of several weeks, but by tomorrow night, you have 24 hours. Oh, speaking of singing, as we uh, as we get close. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What's this here? Uh, <clears throat> oh, Nate says, here's to many more birthday boy podcast live. Yeah, man. I, I, I really, this is fun. It's really fun. And it is a good, like I started this every time I start the podcast, I have no energy. And then I, and now I have energy and it feels good. Uh, and so, yeah. And here's to many more Nate, just Nate shows on Saturday. Um, Lisa, Jess and Ryan said to tell you hi and that they'll check out the new podcasts tomorrow. They're in the middle of D&D online campaign right now. Otherwise, they'd be on now. Yeah, speaking of uh, speaking of sh- uh, shout-outs, any, uh, any D&D fans out there, Lisa, um, Lisa's daughter, Lisa, who is a friend from, you know, you, you make friends with the, with the parents of your kids' friends. And you just hope, like, oh, God, please, if I have to interact with these people at birthday parties, oh, it's death. Let them just not be a total piece of shit. And uh, and Lisa is only, like, a, a partial piece of shit. I mean, she's really, you know, only slightly shitty human being. <clears throat> so that's good. <laughs> um, no, Lisa is awesome. It was, it's just it's so refreshing because so many, so many of your kids' friends uh, have parents who are just like, Ooh, no, that's, this is, this ain't happening. We're not, uh, yeah, we, the kids can be friends for a little while and then, you know, hopefully find somebody else and then, you know, we'll go our separate ways and we'll, yeah, we'll be cordial at the birthday party, but yeah, but Lisa is actually one of those ones like, Oh good. Like here's a, here's a human being that I, <laughs> that's that the middle finger. Uh, that's a thumbs up. I'm sure that must be a thumbs up. No, but Lisa's one of the one of the good ones where you're like, oh, good, all right, parents good, kids good, friends with my kid, great. That's all you want, right? Um, so Lisa's daughter has a podcast called Myths and the Monster Manual, and it's Dungeons and Dragons D and D stuff, which I don't know shit about D and D. Uh, you know, I know you know video game stuff, role playing video games, but I'm not I'm not a D and D guy. I know it's got the big you know the dice and all the all that shit. Um, but the podcast is I've actually been listening to it and it's really good because like even if it's even if it's subject matter that I'm not you know super into or 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 up on, um, there's enough of this that I do know what they're talking about. But it's also like she's got friends. It's Lisa's daughter Jess and their friends. And there, <laughs> Lisa says, "Yeah, you're pretty tolerable too." Well, thanks. I I hear that once in a while. I, I tolerability is one of my. That's right at the top of my resume. John B. Hopkins, occasionally tolerable. I'm hired. It also says that next to tolerable tolerability. Uh, so Lisa's daughter has yeah myths and the monster manual. Is a podcast that uh, that I yeah that I started listening to, and I listened to the first episode and I loved it. And I haven't 
had I've been on calls all week and working and not having time to listen to any podcast, which is crazy. Even the the backlog of the usual podcast that I listen to on top of anybody else's. But yeah, Lisa's daughter has this monster myth, uh, myths in the monster manual. And it's if you're into D and D, well, man, this is a podcast for you. And if you're not, it's a good podcast too because it's like you know they're friends and they're kind of it's just like listening. I, I love podcasts where you got some friends and they're just they're just shooting the shit, talking about stuff that they like, and they obviously know each other and you know love each other and have long friendship and stuff like that. And there's a self-awareness and they, you know, there's, there's, you know, dick jokes here and there. So it's, it's pretty good. <clears throat> it's worth, it's worth checking out for the D and D enthusiasts out there. Uh, <laughs> and it's, it's more than just tolerable. It's, it's, it's very good. So yeah, it's, it's almost eight o'clock. I think, I think we've got time for a little, a little karaoke. A little cliffy okey. I'll be honest, I didn't uh, I didn't select a ton of songs this week, so I'm hoping I'm hoping Aaron can rely on the birthday boy super fans out there to uh, to toss me some tunes that I can try to sing. And if you have if you have a song and if you have a cliff character, a cliff voice that you would like to hear perform that song, well, I'm happy to make a complete jackass out of myself just to uh, to sing those tunes as one of the cliffy characters. Uh, but I have one I promised I promised Nate Duel. Super fan duel. Uh, because this is a song this is a song that's near and dear to Nate and myself. Going back to the days going back to nineteen ninety three. Vogue Mobster Cliffy? Wait, who's Mobster Cliff? Which one's which one's the mobster? I don't even know which one. I'll do Vogue as as a as a Cliff as a Cliff family member. Uh, but first, I'm going to do this tune. Going back to the Sega CD days in 1993, when I, I don't even remember why this was on there, but I I spent the night. Whatever your last one. Uh, Jesus Christ! I don't even know. Was it was it Cliffy? Uh, I don't know. Last one you said. <clears throat> I don't know. I uh, okay. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Don't worry, Lisa. We'll figure it out. We'll do Vogue. Uh, was it Cliffy? Cliffy Freedom was the is the newest one as of today. Was it was it Cliffy Freedom? And then of of course there was uh, there was Uncle uh, uh, cousin cousin Cliffy. And then there's Grandma Cliff. And there's Uncle Cliff. And Cliffy Baseball. And there's Macho, yeah, Macho Man Cliffy Savage. Uh -huh. Yeah, I like it. Uh, -huh. uh I guess that's uh, Scottish Uncle Cliff. There's there's the Cliff, Cl a Cliffy Duxtable, whatever the whatever the fuck his name is, Doctor Duxtable, who sounds who sounds like Bill Cosby, but he's not. He's not at all. Macho. Okay. Macho, yeah. Oh my God, that's gonna be tough, but I, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. Anyways, but this first song is this goes back to 1993 when I was playing Sega CD with Nate, and we were testing out the the functionality of the Sega CD and all of its impressive specs, and 
<laughs> all of its impressive capabilities. And for some reason, the song, uh, this great song by the Information Society. Let's find it here. Pure Energy. Yeah. I want to know what, what, what the hell is the actual name of the song? Is it Pure Energy? Well, I think that's the name of it. Uh, anyways, do they have a karaoke version of it? Oh, they sure do. So I thought maybe... I think Uncle Cliff? Pure Energy. Yeah, I think... I need to hydrate before we get into uh, Cliffy-Oki. Whoa. Look out. All right. <clears throat> so this is uh, this is from a man, Nate Duell, Information Society. What's on your oh? It's called What's on Your Mind. I guess that would make sense. Anyways, this is Cliffy Oki. This is Uncle Cliff, and uh, we're gonna do a little Information Society. I hope the I hope the karaoke music sounds good on this. I haven't even let's let's see. What do we have here? Key of D minor. Jesus, that's a little. I want to know what you're thinking. There's some things you can't hide. I want to know what you're feeling. Tell me what's on your mind. Oh, yes. Cliffy, this is Uncle Cliff. I'm going to do one of my favorite tunes from the 80s. Here we go. Pure energy. Yes. This is exactly... This song encapsulates exactly how I feel after a big bowl of oatmeal in the morning. I hope you're ready. I'm going to send you to heaven, Cliff. With my golden pipes. Ah, yes. <clears throat> Here I am in silence, looking round without a clue. I find myself alone again, all alone with you. Hmm. Sounding good. I can see behind your eyes the things that I don't know. If you hide away from me, how can our love grow? I want to know what you're thinking. There are some things you can't hide. I want to know what you're feeling. Tell me what's on your mind. <laughs> Pure energy. Full stick of butter. <clears throat> I know I could break you down, but what good would it do? I could surely never know that what you say is true. Here I am in silence, Cliff. It's a game I have to play. You and I in silence, Cliff. With nothing else to say. I want to know what you're thinking. There are some things you can't hide. 
I want to know what you're feeling. Tell me what's on your mind. Oh, yeah. Full stick of butter, Cliffy. You are our little baby boy, our little butter boy. Mmm. I think I'll have a delicious bowl of oatmeal after this podcast. Butter boy. Cliffy boy. Oh, yes, Cliff. I'm really rocking now, Cliffy. Pure energy. Pure oats. Pure Quaker Oats, Cliff. By the way, good news, during the pandemic, the Oat K Corral delivers, Cliff. They deliver oatmeal right to your door. Isn't that tremendous? I had some last night from the Oat K Corral. It was delicious. All right, Cliffy. Let's bring it home. Here we go. I want to know what you're thinking. There are some things you can't hide. I want to know what you're feeling. Tell me what's on your mind. I want to know what you're thinking. There are some things you can't hide. I want to know what you're feeling. Tell me what's on your mind. Oh, yes. Uh, Cliffy, that was pure energy. What's on your mind? By the Information Society. I was thinking of starting a band of my own called Oatmeal Society. <laughs> that's my little oatmeal-related joke, Cliff. That's some, that's some oatmeal humor for you, Cliffy. <sighs> All right. So, Macho Man... What did you say? Vogue? I think you said Vogue, Lisa. Oh, my God. Well, let's give it a shot. What are we... What, 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 why not? Wouldn't it be funny to find out that Princess PJs is just like... She's like a... Uh, just a really successful, like, YouTuber, podcast person, and that's all. She's just... She's just up there all day just doing like, yeah, she's doing podcasts on like, you know, role-playing games or something. I doubt it, though. Uh, let's see. Vogue karaoke. <clears throat> Let me just... Yeah, here's the pipes. Yeah, I'll dig it. Let's do this. Doing the thing karaoke style. Yeah, Cliffy. I like it. Gonna do a little singing. Gonna do a little song, Cliffy. Yeah, here we go. Oatmeal sobriety. <laughs> Never. <laughs> mm, Bob, Cousin Cliff. Oh, that's a good one. All right. I already forgot what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. Aha, uh -huh, yeah. A little method. Uh, method acting. Yeah, getting into it. Yeah, dig it. Aha. Uh -huh. Here we go, brother. Vogue, Vogue, Vogue. Yeah. Vogue. 
Aha! Wait for it. Vogue, 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 yeah. Here we go. Doing a little singing, yeah. Look around. Everywhere you turn is heartache. It's everywhere that you go. Aha, yeah. You try everything you can to escape the pain of life that you know. Yeah, like when I drop the elbow, all else fails and you long to be something better than you are today. Huh? I know a place where you can get away. It's called the dance floor. And here's what it's for. So come on, Vogue. Let your body move to the music. Hey, hey, yeah. Come on, Vogue, yeah. Let your body go with the flow. You know you can do it, yeah. All you need is your own imagination. So use it, that's what it's for. Aha. Go inside for your finest inspiration. Your dreams will open the door. It makes no difference if you're black or white. If you're a boy or a girl, a macho man either. If the music's pumping, it will give you new life. You're a superstar. Yeah, WWF superstar. Come on, Vogue. Lift your body groove to the music. Yeah, hey, hey, yeah. Come on, Vogue. Let your body go with the flow. You know you can do it. Yeah, and I believe in you. Oh, beauty's where you find it. Not just where you bump and grind it. Soul is in the musical. That's where I feel so beautiful. Magical. Life's a ball, so get up on the dance floor, yeah, Vogue. Aha, let your body move to the music. Hey, 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 come on, Vogue, yeah. Uh, let your body go with the flow. You know you can do it, yeah. Uh, Vogue. Beauty's where you find it. Vogue. Wait a minute. Vogue, beauty's where you find it, yeah, I've got it, aha, Greta Garbo, Anne Monroe, Dietrich and DiMaggio, Marlon Brando, Jimmy Dean, on the cover of WWF Magazine, Grace Kelly, Harlow Jean, picture of a beauty queen, Gene Kelly, Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers, dance on air, they had style, they had grace, Rita Hayworth gave good face, Lauren Catherine Lana too, Betty Davis, we love you, ladies with an attitude, fellas that were in the mood, don't just stand there, let's get to it, strike a pose, there's nothing to it, Vogue. Yeah, I like it, Vogue. Ooh, you've got to let your body move to the music. Ooh, yeah, you've got to just let your body go with the flow. Ooh, yeah, you've got to. Aha, Vogue, 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 yeah, dig it. That's one of my all-time favorites. In fact, I wanted that to be my entrance theme music. 
But they said, no, can't do it. It's too expensive. I think it would have fit the macho man even better than the song that I, even better than Pomp and Circumstance. Yeah, but they said no. And my career was never the same. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. Mbop. Motherfucker. <laughs> Mbop Cousin Cliff. All right, let's do it. Uh, Mbop. Jesus, I don't know. Mbop. Okay. Mo, 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 me, mo, mo, mo. Oh, Cliffy, I'm feeling good about this. Let's see. We'll get a little little karaoke. Mo, 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 me, mo, mo, mo. (laughs) Little Cousin Cliffy. Cliff, this is one of my favorite songs. You like Hanson, Cliff? Sometimes when I'm in my room and I'm alone, I listen to Hanson. I try to look at magazines. Oh! Oh, yeah! Oh! 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 Yeah! You have so many relationships in this life. Only one or two will last. You go through all the pain and strife. And you turn your back and they're gone so fast. Oh, yeah. And they're gone so, gone so fast. Yeah. Oh, so hold on to the ones who really care. In the end, they'll be the ones who there. When you get old and start losing your hair, can you tell me who will still care? Care? Can you tell me who will still care? Oh, who will care? Mm-bop. Da-ba-dop. Do-wop. Bop, they're gone. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Plant a seed, plant a flower, plant a rose. You can plant any one of those. Keep planting to find out which grows. It's a secret no one knows. It's a secret no one knows. Oh, oh, oh no one knows. Bop, 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 God damn it! Bop, bop, do, yeah, yeah. In a mbop, they're gone. In a mbop, they're not there. In a mbop, they're gone. In a mbop, they're not there. Whoa, until you lose your hair. Jesus Christ, these are the fucking lyrics? But you don't care. Mbop! Bop, bop, doo, wop! Do it up! Do up! Bop, bop, doo! Yeah, yeah! Mbop! Bop, bop, doo, wop! Do it up! Fuck! Bop, bop, doo! Yeah! Yeah, can you tell me? Oh, you know you can, but you don't know. Can you tell me? You say you can, but you don't know. Can you tell me? Oh, I don't know. I can, but you don't know. Can you tell me? You say you can, but you don't know. Oh, oh, oh. Say you can, but you don't know. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, how do you know? Mop. Do-wop. Do-mop. Still a solid 9.5 out of 10. I don't give a shit. I can't help my fucking voice. Uh, that was um, <laughs> that was umbab, umbab, mmm, umbab makes me think of a delicious mm, Elio's pizza. That's that's tasty pizza in your mouth. <laughs> oh man, I've got I've got a couple others mm, that I could do. Or, or requests. I don't care. Whatever. This is your podcast. You are the super fans. This podcast belongs to you. <sighs> oh man, those cliffs. Those cliffs love to sing. Um. All right, I've got. Uh, let's see. All right, I've got one. Here we go. You might remember this one. Uh, this one was used in a in a classic uh, a compilation album that the that the Womack family put out last summer. As you may recall, uh, the Womacks uh, went Broadway. They said, "Let's go. Let's do Broadway Womack style," and whatever the fuck the name was. Um, and of course, Grandma Cliff came up with some of her own lyrics. But uh, uh, Grandma Cliff informed me that she would like to do. Uh, a little, a little number from Gypsy. Uh, so here's Grandma Cliff. Let's see. Key of B flat, like I'm. Oh, oh, here we go. <clears throat> I had a dream. <clears throat> a dream about you, baby. It's gonna come true, baby. They think that we're through, but baby, you'll be swell, you'll be swell, you'll be great, gonna have the whole world on a plate, starting here, starting now, honey, everything's coming up, roses, <clears throat> clear the decks, clear the tracks, you got nothing to do but relax, blow a kiss, take a bow. Honey, everything's coming up, Womack. Now's your inning, stand the world on its ear. Set it spinning, that'll be just the beginning. Curtain up, light the lights. You got nothing to hit but the heights. You'll be swell. You'll be great. I can tell 
Just you wait. That lucky star I talk about is due. Honey baby, everything's coming up roses for me and for you, my little baby butter boy, Cliffy boy. Here we go, you can do it. All you need is a hand. We can do it. Grandma is gonna see to it. Curtain up, light the lights. We got nothing to hit but the heights. I can tell. Wait and see. There's my little baby butter boy talking to me. And nothing's gonna stop us till we're through. Honey, everything's coming up. Roses and daffodils. Everything's coming up. Sunshine and Santa Claus. Everything's gonna be bright lights. And Womack style, everything's coming up. Roses for me and for you. Cliffy boy, my baby boy. Oh, Christ. Uh, the one and only, the incomparable Grandma Cliff. I have one more song, unless uh, unless there's any requests. If there's any requests there out on the old, out on the request line, out on the Birthday Boy Facebook podcast thingy, whatever it is. Uh, all right, I've got one last. I've got one last tune. One last karaoke, Cliffy. Uh, let's see. All right. Let's see. Again, these are songs I mentioned at the top of the podcast that I finished up work at 5 o'clock, and then I took a nap until 6.15, and then I jumped out of bed and said, fuck, I got to do a podcast. Oh, my God. I'm not prepared. What do I do? Uh, so this, I added this to the list, uh, I think, like, seconds before I fell asleep, my little nap that I took. Uh, let's see. I feel like Cliffy Baseball would be the one to sing this. Let's do it. Let's do a little. Let's go. We're going to go back to the 80s again. Because this is the kind of song you want to play in quarantine to have a little fun. Hey, Cliffy, I'm going to play a little tune. This is one of my one of my all-time favorites. Going, uh, taking it back in time to 1980-something, back when I was employed, before my goddamn nephew got me fired from my favorite job ever, doing the baseball broadcast, Cliff. Here we go. Well, my friends, the time has come. Raise the roof and have some fun. Throw away the work to be done. Let the music play on, play on, play on. Everybody sing, everybody dance. Lose yourself in wild romance. We're going to party, karamu, fiesta, forever. Come on and sing along. Party, karamu, fiesta, 
forever. Come on and sing along all night long, all night. Yeah, all night long. Yes, all night long, Cliffy boy. It's all night, Cliffy, every night, all night long. Oh, yeah. The people dancing in the street. See the rhythm in their feet. Life is good, wild and sweet. Let the music play on, play on, play on. Feel it in your heart and feel it in your soul. Let the music take control. We're going to party. Liming, fiesta, forever liming. Come on and sing my song all night long. Oh, yeah. All night long, all night. Yes, Cliffy, all night long, all night long. Oh, it makes me want to dance all night long, baby. All night long, Cliffy boy. Me and Donnell Winslow. Once you get started, you can't sit down. Come, come join the fun. It's a merry-go-round. Brought to you by Hellman's Mayonnaise. Everyone's dancing their troubles away. Come join our party and see how we play. Play baseball. This one's high to right field. This one's going back, back, back. Donald, Donnell Winslow with another walk-off home run. Oh, baby. Yeah, jumbo, jumbo. Way to party. Oh, we going. Oh, yeah, jambalai. Tumba boya, yeah, jumbo jumbo. Oh, that's that was perfect. Oh yeah, oh yes, that was perfect. Nailed it, Cliffy. We're gonna have a party. When all night long, all night, all night long, all night, Cliffy. Each and every night, all night long, all night, all night long. Yes. Everyone you meet, they're jamming in the street all night long. Jumbo, jumbo. I said, everyone you meet, they're jamming in the street all night long, Cliffy. Feel good, feel good. All night, baby. All night long. Jumbo, jumbo. All night. Yes, all night long. At the end of a long baseball broadcast. All night. Hellman's mayonnaise. Elio's pizzas. Breezy boy. Windmills. Ooh, that's breezy. The best kind of windmill is a breezy boy brand windmill. All night long. Uh, that was Mr. Lionel Richie, Cliffy. Is one of my, he's, he's always in the compact disc, the six-CD changer in, the, in Uncle Cliffy Baseball's car. In my Sebring convertible, always has a little Lionel Richie for the end of a long day, Cliffy. There's nothing like a tall, cool uh, glass, of, glass of soda, a tall, cool mug root beer, 
and a nice Elio's pizza waiting for me when I get home from a long day at the old ballpark, Cliffy. <laughs> oh, my God. There's many. There's so many. There's so many tunes. Yeah, that's it. That's the end of my list. <laughs> that's the end of my list of Cliffy Oki songs for this week. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up unless, unless if anybody has any song suggestions, I'm, I'm more than happy. I'm more than happy to, to finish, uh, to finish with one more performance, or I should say the Cliff family, the Womack family is happy to finish off with one more, one final performance before we close out this week's edition of the birthday boy podcast. That's the fun stuff that uh, that Lionel Richie, that Lionel Richie shit. Maybe uh, let's see. Uh, yeah. All right. I don't. I don't have. I don't have any others. That's that's all the that's the list of tunes that I have. Um. Yeah. All right, gang. I think on that note, I'll think of some more songs. Cliffy Oki's fun. I hope it's I hope it's fun for. I hope I hope I'm not the only asshole <laughs> who enjoys doing Cliffy Oki. Oh, look at that! It's pour- oh good. It's pouring rain out. That makes me happy. It started getting sunny earlier, and I got I got unhappy because I'm one of those I'm one of those folks who says like ah. Ah, sunshine it stresses me out that I feel like I should go outside. But then when it's raining, it's like, oh, oh shoot, it's raining. I was gonna go out and be active, but oh, it's pouring rain out. I guess I'll, I guess I'll just sit on the couch and play video games and watch TV and eat chips. Darn it, God, jeez, gee whiz, I was oh, ah. I was gonna go out. I was gonna. I was gonna walk and run. I was gonna. Oh, I, I was gonna run errands. I was I had all these chores lined up, all this stuff to be productive. Ah, god oh, darn it! God, gosh darn it! Consarn it! I now I have to stay. I have to stay in. I, I maybe. I, I, you know what? You know what? I'll just. I don't wanna. I don't wanna. But I'll just. The, the rain's pouring. I mean, the kids are on the couch. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna get out of everybody's hair. I'm just gonna have a nap. You know what I'll do? I'll just have a nap. You know, it's raining, and I had so much planned. I. But I don't wanna be a bot. If I'm just. I. I was gonna be out of your hair doing all the chores outside. I don't know what chores. I don't do them anyways. But I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna go be active. Ah. Uh, but I. I I'll go nap. I'll have a nap. For you. For you. I'm going to have a nap for you. Get out of your hair. All right. (laughs) That's enough. Oh, it makes me so happy, though. Hello, couch. I will be seeing you very soon. (laughs) All right. Uh, I think that's about it. Yeah, that's it. Listen, gang. I, 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 I love doing this. I really, I can't even tell you. It's so fun. And then to get, you know, to get a, a good little group here and uh, to have some of to have some of my best friends, to have my wife, to have like family, to have super fans, 
to have whatever Lisa is to me, <laughs> which I would say friend, friend that I've interacted with in person, I think at least once, at least once at my daughter's birthday party, maybe twice. I feel like maybe twice in person we've, we've interacted, but many times online. And what else, honestly, in this day and age, do you really, I mean, what's so great about an in-person interaction anyways? I'm much, that's the thing too. I'm, I'm much, I'm a much better person behind the keyboard. Most people are, are like assholes behind the keyboard. Uh, the real me in person, it's like, oh, wow, this, you brought this guy. But behind the keyboard, I get, I get like just that, just enough time to come up with a, with a, with a little witty response that makes it seem like I would do that normally in person. But I, in person, I'm terrified. Cause I'm like, ah, oh, what am I supposed to say? Like, ah, oh, hey, nice to meet you. So, uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, so you like, um, so you like live near here or something? You, you like, what do you, do you like do stuff for work? Or like, what do you, do you like do stuff or it's raining out. Did you see that? We could talk about, did you see that it's raining out? Yeah. I just thought you should know cause it's wet. So it's going to be, it's going to be wet out cause of the rain. And then I'm just like, Oh God, I get, get out, get me out of here. Get me out of here. And, uh. And then, but then if I can type things, they don't have to see me like, oh, what am I supposed to say? I get your, you, you know, you anticipate it. Nobody's going to respond instantly. So I get like a couple seconds. You could even have a couple minutes to make a response. And then you come back. Imagine if we talked in person the way that we like, the way that we text or talk on Facebook or something. You're like, hey, nice to meet you. Uh, nice to meet you too. And then there's like a 10 second delay between every, every conversation. Somebody should make a show about that. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, oh, wait. Lisa says, once at the party, once a quick walk by at school pickup. We're practical. Yeah, okay. School pickup. Sure. And Oh, and it's not in person, but on, on Zoom, uh, you were last week, uh, Lisa was calling the bingo numbers. Uh, the kiddos have a, have a Zoom call every Thursday, and they play bingo with their friends. Uh, and mine usually doesn't go because she would rather just go, go play video games because she's a chip off the old block. And uh, but but sometimes we just force her to do it, and she did last week. And Lisa was calling the bingo numbers and uh, quite queer qu clearly, and uh, it really uh, was a nice a nice a nice clear crisp sound to your voice. So I, I appreciated the the bingo calling. Really a fine job. If you want to hear if you want to hear a quality calling of bingo numbers, Lisa is the one, Lisa's the one to do it. Uh, too exciting. It is. This is excitement. This is what it's like when you, you wonder what it's, what's it going to be like when you get older and I have my own kids and a job and all this stuff. And it's, it's as exciting as you think it's going to be. It's as, it's as exciting. It's not, it's more exciting than you think it's going to be. And then you're just like you said, I mean, look at that excitement. We talked once at the birthday party, we said hi in the parking lot at school and and then calling bingo numbers. And that's, you know, I think that's exactly what old Lionel Richie had in mind when he was composing some of his finest work there. You know, I think maybe for the next bingo meeting, we just we just put on some Lionel Richie while the kids are, you know, while they're calling numbers. Let the music play. Jumbo, jumbo. <laughs> God. All right. That's, that'll do. 
I think that's enough. Anyways, as I was saying, yeah, it's excitement. Excitement personified, as Gorilla Monsoon would say back in the day. Uh, Listen, I appreciate this. I appreciate whether you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, blah, blah, whatever. Whether you're joining into the Facebook Live Particularly if joining the Facebook Live, because that's really fun. To, it's fun to do this and then put the podcast out there, and then like maybe a day or two later, you might get some I get some feedback or something, and that's great. That's awesome. I love it. But like to get the live thing and to have the interaction, uh, interactive bullshit, uh, that's nice. That's fun. And so when you guys join in, it's like, oh, cool. That, you know, this is great. This is fun for me. I hope it's as fun for you. And uh, yeah. And and I don't have to if if this was in person I'll tell you what would be a, a good a good podcast is when this is all over we'll get together and I'll do it live in person and people people can sit <laughs> we'll like I don't know we'll, we'll run out a restaurant and then people can just sit and then see how bad I would do an actual live podcast in person because I would you know me in person again it's like uh, so you guys like you like food. Do you like eating food at restaurants? What 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 kind of what kind of food do you eat? I I like I like to eat food at restaurants too. That's that's me in real life. That's that's the me in person. It's Kimmy Kimmy can attest to that because because she gets to talk to me every day and that's pretty much like she'll ask a question, she'll she'll bring something to the table as far as conversation and I'll just be like So do you you like those socks that you're wearing? Uh, I yeah, they're cool. It's just awkward. It's just awkward. Nate Stengrovix, great hang man. Uh, yeah, man, I I love this. I really do. Uh, between I'll tell you, between getting to getting to be on this side of the camera on Friday night and then get to be on the other side of it and enjoy your golden pipes on Saturdays, Saturdays at seven, just Nate on Facebook. Like and follow. Uh, it's the, the weekends have become very fun. I really look forward to these quarin, these quarantine weekends, these quarantines. Uh, anyways, uh, so that's it. That's it. Okay. Thanks, everybody. I really, I can't, I can't thank you enough for listening, for watching. Uh, you would get interrupted more live, but still be funny as shit. I've been in the same room with you. Always good. Yeah, and let me. I know I, I keep saying I'm going to end, and then and then stuff comes up, but. I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you another thing about working with Nate Stengrevix. Nate and I met back in the day. This guy, Nate, along with my another very good friend of mine, Dave Davo Helms. Um, these guys are from like deep in the mountains, the Adirondack Mountains, up in Newcomb, New York, which is like two miles from Lake Placid, but somehow is four hours from Lake Placid because you have to go back around like twenty mountains. And then cross a river with a mule to get to any of it. I think if and I'm just and I'm just going from what Nate and Dave told me. And these guys are from uh, up in the North Country, and they're, they're lifelong friends from high from the old days, growing up in the in the mountains. And they both, uh, you know, lived in the Albany area, and they both worked started working at Barnes and Noble at the same time when I worked there. Which I'll tell you, September 2006 until uh, you know that that year. Until like the end of 2007 was a was a magic a magical time for Barnes and Noble, and Nate and I worked in the music department. And this guy, this guy sings a, a good song, 
but he's he's a funny motherfucker too. And uh, I'll have to retell the uh, I'll have to retell the bowling story uh, on a, on a future podcast. I've told it previously on the podcast. I might have to do a live retelling. Um, but Nate, man, this guy would behind the counter. He would crack me up. Uh, we would have to call special orders. You know, like the customers at Barnes and Noble, if we didn't have an item in the store, they could order it, and then it would come to the store, and then they could come and pick it up. And we'd have to call them. The you know they they'd order a CD and it would come to the store and you have to just call and leave a message. Hey, this is John from Barnes and Noble. Your CD came in. Uh, you can pick it up. Whatever. And uh, we would we would come up with these these insane uh, scripts, and Nate would go along with it. And it was right around Christmas time when we were just inundated with special orders. People getting gifts sent to the store and they would come and pick them up. And we would just have endless. And Nate would call and I don't remember exactly, but you would it was like Nate. Nate the Elf is my name, and you would say something like "special special orders be my game," and you would do this whole, this whole like sing songy rhyming thing. It was so, and I would I would be doubled over laughing. You you killed me, you slayed me, multiple times. So many so many laughs. My God. So to have uh, yeah, to have the two Nates in here and Lisa, who uh, I'm sure will have many laughs to come if we ever get to go out of her house again. And get and maybe we'll see each other for a third time at some point, and you never know. And then to have Kimmy here, Shimo, uh, you know everybody joining in. It's 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 so fun. All right, I think that's that's good. I've kept you here long enough. I appreciate it. I thank you. And uh, we'll have more. We'll have some more stories. We'll have some more singing. Some karaoke next week. Well, who knows? Who knows? And we're getting close to the one-year anniversary. May 24th, 2019 was the very first Birthday Boy podcast. I'm not going to plan any fancy big you know, special, but uh, we're getting close to one year, and we're definitely going to do a Facebook Live. I don't know when May 24th is. I think it's a Sunday. So maybe that will be a, a special Sunday podcast. I don't know. We'll see. A birthday Boy podcast on the birthday, the one-year anniversary. It's coming up. I can't wait. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm nothing planned. We'll just do the same shit that we always do, but it'll be fun. We'll have the live thing, blah, 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 whatever. All right, uh, that's it, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thanks for watching on Facebook Live. I love you guys. I really do. I mean, you know that. You know that. Jesus. All right. Uh, Thanks for the laughs. Until next Friday. Yes. Thank you, Lisa. Absolutely. Next Friday, we'll do it. 6.30 Eastern Time, uh, Birthday Boy Podcast on Facebook Live. We'll be back again with more silliness next week thanks for listening thanks for watching you're the greatest uh positivity is stupid i haven't said this in a while uh it will be a disservice to the birthday boy podcast to not say positivity is for idiots and it's stupid uh and kindness kindness matters yeah it really does all right gang thanks for listening we'll do it again next week later gators gators